Today's stuff is stuff you'd give and we begin from the mission a few lines back um, on Yud Bet Amud Bet. So it says, so if you recall, we said that one can increase their bikurim and it has the same status as bikurim. It's part of, it's like, it, Azar can't eat it. It's like Mamash has the same status as bikurim. So when does that happen? It says, That's only when that Tosef bikurim comes from Eretz Israel itself. That doesn't share the same status as bikurim. We saw the discussion around um, and like came from Let's continue. should say, in what sense is the Bikrim considered his property? First is Avadim. He can use the Bikrim, he can sell it once it's been given to him to purchase um Avadim slaves, Karakot is um land, or Behematmea, even for a non-kosher animal, or Bal another horse. A Balchov can take it, take the Bikrim from the Kohen for monies owed to him. So a creditor that is. And if the woman needs to take a Ketubah, she can take it from that as well. That is Mistama, Reb Chaim says, according to Shita Remi Meir, that even metaltalim amishtabe to the ketubah. Because normally Chachamim would say that actually it's on the karaka, there's a shibo, there's a lien on that. But Remi Meir says she could even take her, the money to owe to her for a ketubah, from metaltalim, which is movable objects, so therefore she could take it from the bikurim. So it's not much like his regular property. Okay? However, and then it says v'sefer Torah. Now, it's interesting here, the Gerson Mishnas is k'sefer Torah, and that makes a huge difference if you read V'sefer Torah, K'sefer Torah. The Gra actually changes the K'sefer Torah. And read Reb Chaim here. He says here, Yesh Mepharshim, because we want the V'sefer Torah, Dekaya Bikurim. That's referring to Bikurim. The Shari that you want, the coin can do, it can use the Bikurim there to purchase, like not Mehem Sefer Torah. So Sefer Torah is another one of these things listed in the Mishnah that the coin can use the Bikurim to purchase. Despite the fact you mentioned you can purchase a horse, so if you can purchase a horse of Bikurim, Kavachomi, you might think that obviously you can purchase Sefer Torah. He says, no. Even though he can't eat a horse, it's also to him, or anything else mentioned, mentioned so far. Um, they are things that you could tangentially end up coming to benefiting in a food-related way. You know, you could eat it. For example, you could get this horse, then sell it, and then make take the money. However, the reason why that's the last one you'd expect on the list is because you can't sell it, so you might think, since there's no food-related benefit that you can possibly get, no matter how far you stretch it, we say that you might think you can't, you, he can't use a Bikurim to purchase a Sefer Torah. So therefore, Kamash Malan, even a Sefer Torah, he can use a Bikurim to purchase. I understand. If your life was, if you were starving and your life was depending... Ah, so we'll get to that on the next stuff. The next stuff, we'd say, I think we're saying under normal circumstances. I mean, under normal circumstances, no limitations that you can sell, sell horse. Well, that's, that's literally, I'm sorry, on the next stuff, on the next page of my Gemara. But on this, uh, the, the continuation of the Gemara talks about, can you sell a Sefer Torah of Kadei Chayav? That's one of the things. And the answer is yes, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but just for, for completeness, and because it's a shorter duff, however, uh, but if you have the girsa, not the Sefer Torah, but Kesefer Torah, so that's, therefore, let's continue the Gareb Chaim, V'yesh Mepharshim, Dekai A'isha B'Ktubata, meaning, Shnotelet B'chova Af Sefer Torah. So some people say that, sorry, that's the next part, some people say that a woman can take even if a Sefer Torah for her money is owed, for, owed to her for her Ketubah. Or Mishnah, or Begmarah, Hagirsa Kesefer Torah, that's the next 
expression number three. In other words, what does it mean, Kesefer Torah, then? In other words, just as a woman can take a Sefer Torah, if there's, that's only like for her Ketubah, so too she can take Bikurim for her Manizotu of the In other words, despite the fact that both Kadosh, they're both similar in that vein. That's a Kesefer Torah. Yes. I, I know it's it's only on the next Omut, on Yom Gimel Omut Aleph, but the Mare Ponim, I have here a Mare Haponim. That's one yes. of the, of the before. And he says that the Ask Rabbi Yeshua Ben, I presume Gamla, uh, if if they, if you can sell a Sefer Torah, and he said, he said, Nere the Hach Lishne, Kamaise, the Rabchia Barvova, Osla Kahide Garcinum Bavli, Beneha Ear, that the town can sell a safer Torah. However, Loim Ko Odom Safer Torah, Afapisha ain't so clear, Loy Yese Alkain, he doesn't have anything to eat, Omar Abshiba Afilu, Ainlo Mayoichal, Umocha Safer Torah, Ainlo, eh, 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 we, we, um, the tricky that, business. Okay, so it's interesting here because that, that relates to the Gemara. Where's we learn the Gemara, the Kapshuto? It sounds like even a Yachid. Okay, but you're saying the Marapanim says that's only referring to uh, Tzibur. Okay, so we'll we'll see the Gemara in a minute in terms of what what when one can sell a Sefer Torah. Okay, that is on in the continuation of the Gemara. To whom can a Kohen sell the Bikurim? Uh, who can eat it? Correct. The only only a Kohen is allowed to eat it. It's like Truma. So presumably he could sell it to another Kohen. Okay. Uh, that's a good point. Let's continue. Rabbi Hudomer ain't not. Or, or if they became Tome, then he can sell it to anyone. Or if it already became. Yeah, but then it'll be like, like Shem and Srefa, so it doesn't have much value. No, but the, a, a normal Yisrael can have, can have, can buy a kilo of apples. That's with their treif. Can, can you sell it to an Yisrael, a Shem and Srefa for, for an Yisrael to burn? I think a coin has to burn it, but I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, you can, but they burnt it in shuls and things like that, but I can't remember from Trumot. I'm not thinking you'd sell it to in Israel. Um, but, uh, stand to be corrected. But let's continue. Rabbi Yoda says, Okay. So what does this mean? Is that this, we saw this debate. Let's just read Chachamim as well. Chachamim says, So what's behind the Machloket Ibn Rabbi Huda and Chachamim? Rabbi Yoda says, you can only give it, you have the choice of it to give it to, but you can only give it to a Chaver. Meaning someone who's trusted with it, eat in the state of Tar and the like. Whereas Chachamim says, no, you give it to the Anshe Mishmar. And in other words, whoever's, whichever, um, Mishmar is serving the base of Migdash, you give it to them, and then they, Machalak, they just distribute it in the banks themselves, much like the, uh, Kodshe Migdash. Now, what's the debate? And we've seen this debate before. The Rabbi Yura understands that Bikurim is exactly like Kodshe Agvul, meaning it's like Truma. Just as Truma, you have to give it to a Chaver. It just happens to be you do it in your Shalayim. Okay, so therefore you have to be selective. You can even invite your friend as another coin to come along and, and give it to him. However, the, um, the, the Chachamim understand that no, Bikrim is much like Kodshah Mikdash, meaning it's much like a Korban. So therefore you can't just pick a, pick a coin to come with you. You've got to give it and to the, and just as like with other Korbanot of that week and distribute it amongst the, in other parts that are consumed, distribute it amongst the coinim that work that week. So too, the same thing is with Bikrim. Okay, that's the debate. Now, let's have a look at the Gemara. Now, this begins, even, you probably have Rabbi Yanai here, but it makes sense for Rabbi Yossi, as you'll see later on, and that's where the Gra changes it. So Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Chia Barabbas is as follows. Shalot Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel. They ask Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, Maushim Korah Dam Sefer Torah Lisaisha. Is it a possible for a person to sell, is it allowed to sell it in order to marry, to get married? 
So Amr alone, he said, he said to them, sorry, in it. That's yes, he can. Lil mod Torah, can he sell it in order to learn Torah? Amr alone, he said to him, in. And here, by the way, it sounds like we're talking about an individual separate Torah, not necessarily a Tzibur's one. Okay. But again, there, there is a discussion and debate around it, as you point out in the Marathonim. Now then he asks, Mibnei Chayav. What about Mibnei Chayav? Now Mibnei Chayav is La Parnasato, for food, things like that. Can he sell a separate Torah? And the answer is, and he says, V'lo Agivun. L'a'o Agivun, as we've seen before, this expression means he didn't respond. Okay. HaRav Yonah said, B'Shem Rav Barva. Again, name of the same person. He said, it, it, it gave over a different accounting of what happened. Shalu at Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, Mahu, again, they also have Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Mahu Shim Kor Adam Sefer Torah Lisa Can someone sell a Sefer Torah to marry a woman? Amar Lohun, he said to them, In, yes, he can. Lilmod Torah, Amar Lohun, In, yes, he can. What about Mibnei Chayav? Lo Sha'alun Velo Egibun. So in other words, when it came to asking about for his Parnasa, for his food, as we said, then they, they, they didn't ask that question, therefore didn't respond. Okay? So al dat de Rabiona Nicha, according to Rabiona's accounting, it makes more sense that Lo Shelon Velo Egibun, that he didn't ask and they didn't respond regarding that matter. However, according to the first accounting, al dat de Rabiosi, that's how we tend to give us the beginning, in Sha'alinle, if they, if they ask him the question, Velama Lo Egibun, why wouldn't he respond? What's, is it a Bikasha? Like, why didn't he respond? So the Gemara then continues. Kiatra Abchananya, Said Rab Pinchas said that Reb that said Reb Yona b'Shem Reb Shimon ben Gamliel Mocher Adam Sefer Torah Lisa Isha v'Lelimod Torah v'Kol Sheken Mipnei Chayav, which is a bit like you were saying though, that if he can sell it to marry a woman or to learn Torah, Kal v'Chomer he can do Mipnei Chayav, and that's why Reb Chaim explains here that's why they didn't um he didn't respond when they're asking that question according to Reb Yossi's accounting of the story. He didn't need to respond because it's why are you asking about Kedei Chayav. I mean, if it could sell for separate Torah, let's say, Shia, Kabachom, Kadechav, can do so. Okay, let's continue. Tani Hamadirat Benol, Letalman Torah. Muta, now, what's this case of Madirat Benol, Letalman Torah? There are two explanations, and we see the two explanations, Pene Moshe versus, um, you've got the Rush, Rush, really, Reb Chaim, but it's really a debate that goes back to the Rambam and Rivet on this, Silvia. Pene Moshe explains that it's talking about a father whose son, wasn't learning Torah, and he made a netter against him for not, like, uh, until, unless he learns Torah. Like Pnei Moshe says, However, we explain La Chaim, which is actually the way the Ribet explains it, and, and Reb Chaim explains as follows. He says, You hear this? In other words, the way he explains the sugya is his son is learning Torah. And he didn't want to interrupt his son's learning at all. So he says, I'm making a net and not to getting hana from you because I don't want to waste any of your time for Tamil Torah. Okay? That's uh, the way we'll explain. That's, and that's why we continue to continue explaining the, the sugya. So in other words, if he's moderate but not the Tamil Torah because he doesn't want to disturb him in his learning, the son can still fill up a barrel of water shall ma'im for him. Meaning, despite the fact that he said, I don't get a hana from you, these are what's called tash mishkal. These are very light things that don't really disturb his son's learning at all, and therefore it wasn't in his mind to, um, to, to, that, that would be covered by the neder. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yonatan says, He can also go and collect chepatsim, meaning stuff from the market. Now, Opligin, it seems to be, what is it, is a machloket here? So he says, no. What's the difference between whether he can lokach, lochefatzav minashuk? That says, can be ish, can be isha. So Reb Chaim explains that ish is darkola lech lashuk. It was a way of men to go to the market and get, and go and get property, go, go get whatever he needed. 
Hilkach, therefore... I'm glad, I'm glad you're not learning that in Tuesday night here in public when my wife is also present. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you, the man right. shouldn't do the kniot. Thank you. Well, now I know what happens in your household. You're neglecting that responsibility. So thank you for uh, sharing with us. Let's continue. Therefore, if you're talking about the made a netter against his son, then um, then it's then since it was his way usually to go to the market, it was in his um, it was in his mindset to include that type of activity as well. However, um, and the brighter that said that can even go and collect for the parent, I'm putting in the commas now, parent, stuff from the market, that's Beisha Mairi. She never goes to the market anyway, and therefore Hilkach, when she was, when she was Madir Hana from her son, that was, who was learning Torah, she hadn't, that wasn't, in her like horizon, if you like, that wasn't you know what what she was thinking of, which make a netter, so that it didn't encompass that activity as well. Okay, let's continue. So again, explain like we have been. There was an incident. So bring actual uh, case. This is like a lachal ma'isa where a man made a netter not to get a hanaf from his son. That um, the, the incident became before Abiyosi. Vehetir lo lemalot, and he said, "You know what? You're allowed to fill my father a drink of water if you like." Chavit shalmayim, aladit l'aner. You can even turn on the lights for him. These are what we said are what's called a tashmish kal, and it's not considered a part of the neder. Now, Tani hamocher sefer Torah shalaviv einu roesiman bracha leolam. If someone sells a, a sefer Torah that was yorish from his father, he doesn't see a siman bracha from it at all. And this is related to the, what you were saying before about the siman bracha. We feel like someone sells a sefer Torah. Now, what I think is fascinating is the shnot eliyahu. He says, Perush, even if he inherited from his father's Torah, and he doesn't have one, sorry, he doesn't need it, I should say. Because obviously, he has one of his own, because doesn't everybody, it's a vada if one has that. So even though he doesn't need it, because why should call Adam Torah? So obviously he has one of his own. And, he, and this is almost like superfluous. nonetheless, You shouldn't sell. In other words, if now you've got two separate Torah, one you're from his father, you shouldn't sell that. And it says, Tani, we've got to write it now. What I just read. Someone who keeps a separate Torah in his house. As it says, Hun v'osher, wealth and um, and riches, if you like, is beito. V'tzid kato, and his righteousness will last forever. So what's the kato? Meaning the schuta mitzvah will stand in his good stead forevermore. Now with that, we technically finish the seder, the mesechta bikurim, and the seder zraim, as it says. So look, and we'll leave the last that uh, the last declaration for when we make the simasim Tuesday night. However, as I'm sure you're aware, since we've got plenty of time to go, um, there is a fourth perek that was actually a Tosefta that was added to Mishnayot. I'm not sure if you have it in your Yerushalmi. My Yerushalmi, the new edition, has 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 uh, four, five different girsas of it. They've got the Nusach Gemara, which is the one that's printed in the Marabavli. They've got the Rash Mishans, they've got Nusach Agra, which I think is the Nusach we have printed with the Amishnah, if I'm not mistaken. And it also has the Nusach Bahag and the Nusach Ramamipano. Okay, so since we have time, and why not? Let's just do the the Mesechta Adrogonus. If you have a set of Mishnayot, it's in the it's printed as a fourth parak of Mishnayot. So if you want to follow along, if you don't have a print in your Gemaras, my old Yerushalmi doesn't have it in it. Um, and um, but uh, as I said, a new one does. So I'm going to go like follow the Nusach Agra because that one follows very similarly to the one of the Mishnayot, if not exactly the same. Which I think it is. I did a comparison, but I may have missed something. But let's continue. So we start talking about the Adrogonus. 
Now, why are we mentioning this? Why is it mentioned? It's actually it's actually in the, in, in the Tosefta in Bikurim. And you can understand why it's mentioned here, because if you remember back in the second parak, we talked about like the etrog or the koi that have drachim domelazer, drachim domelazer, it's similar and different. So the androgonus is one such one such individual. That's an that's an individual. Androgonus is a person who has both um, um, uh, uh, private parts that are similar, that are sort of similar, that are like a man and a female. Okay, it has both. So the question is, the chacham you have a suffolk how to deal with this individual. So what you'll see when the halachas relate to the androgonus, that is he's we're machmir like both. And there'll be a few question marks along the way because some things we treat them as definitely like one. But we'll get to that in a moment. So Androgonos, yesh bodrachim shavel anashim, yesh bodrachim shavel anashim. There are certain, in certain respects, he's similar to a man, in certain respects, he's similar to a woman. But yesh bodrachim shavel anashim, el anashim, some, in certain respects, he is equal to a man and a woman. Yesh bodrachim sheino shavel anashim, el anashim. There's like neither. So let's have a look. Keta shavel anashim. How is he similar to a man? First, he's metabel beloben. Loven, Loven is, a, in other words, a normal white emission of a man would make him either uh, 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 like a carry, a carry, or make him a, a, a potentially a zav. And since it's a suffix, whether he is a man, we have to be choshish that maybe that made him tamek. Therefore, the, that makes it, we have choshish that is tamek kanashim. Umitatef kanashim. He also has to dress up like a man, wear the clothing of a man, but not say. He, he would marry, if he married a woman that would be considered married, we'll talk about that in a minute, but if another man married him, he would not be considered married. Now, what's this talking about? Now, both these things, you have to appreciate that it is a Suffolk man, Suffolk woman. So the way the Rush Mishans explains, that's the Rush Yishlon Mishnah that we're more familiar with, he says, it can't be, if it's a Suffolk man, Suffolk woman, it can't be that, like, it, that he needs a get or he doesn't need a get if it's a man or a woman, it's talking about something else entirely. Meaning if, if he, when it says Noseh, let's say he marries a woman and he's a Kohen, this, this Koi, that means she can eat Truma Midrabanan, right? Out of, you know, in other words, you can't have Truma Doraita because he might be or she. And, a, and then the, his so-called wife would not be considered a married to a Kohen. So she can have Truma Midrabanan. So why don't we say the same thing, be Suffolk, that if he is a Suffolk Isha, Again, that maybe, and, and a man marries her, this, this androgynous, or he, she, whatever, we'll call the androgynous for simplicity, then why can't he, um, why, why can't this androgynous start eating Trumimidrabanan as well? And the answer is, is because if it is really a he, an androgynous, then the relationship he's having with the husband, okay, as in the man that married this androgynous, would actually be Isur uh, Skila, like it would, sorry, it would be Chil uh, Vimita, it would be a Chamur Isur. Okay, so therefore the Chachamim will more machmir in the context of marriage to say that no, you can't get married out of the Chashash that it'll be a capital offense than being together. And therefore, therefore that's his, his, his Noseh Velonisa. And that's also why when it comes to the manner of dress, we dress him like a man and not a female. Because again, if he's, um, yes, that, that's, that's the idea. Okay. But in other words, because we, because, um, because if he's dressed like a female, and he's treated like a female, but he's really a male and has a relationship with another man, then it's a heel, that's a capital offense. But if we dress him like a male and he has a relationship with a female, it wouldn't be a capital offense. Okay. You understand? That's why, even though it's a suffolk, we don't know if it's a male or female in certain respects, because you might be treading on a territory of a capital offense. We say, okay, dress like a man. And if you get married to a woman, okay, but you can't get married to a man. Okay. So that was. It's a gender ident- It's a gender assignment. You're saying you you are um you're it's you're not. 
Okay, it's definitely not a gender assignment. We're not saying he is a male because you'll see all we talk. This mission is just talking about dinim. We're machmir to treat him like a man. We'll see later on that we'll, the other respects we treat him like a woman. We'll get to that soon. Okay, oh. we're not. We're not saying is we're not. It's not like nowadays. You know, you sign a document and and tell everyone to call you he. That it suddenly becomes a he no matter what he is. No, it's not like that. It's um. It's like we. It's a, this unfortunate individual is a suffix, right? And but as a sense, when we're treating the suffix, certain matters have to be machmer to treat like a like a man more than a woman. You'll see. Let's continue. Uh, okay. So if you recall, after childbirth, the woman itself is tamer uh, for either one week or two weeks for a boy or girl, respectively. And any blood she sees after that for either the 40 days or 80 days from birth would be dam Torah, wouldn't make, wouldn't make her tamer. So for, if you, after having given birth to a boy, it's shorter. That dumb tohar. It's 40 days, not 80 days. So therefore, we have to be machmed to like a boy in that respect, that she has a shorter period of dumb tohar. Uh, that also she can't, this androgynous can't be biyichud with women. So we treat machmed like a man. She can't be biyichud with another woman. What that means is, in, we, if you remember in, the, in other Mishnahs, in Ezekiel, we saw that in the case of Yerusha, if there's a lot of property, what happens? The boys, the, the girls are supported from the Yerusha and the boys divide the estate. If, however, there's not enough food there, what happens? The, well, there's a machloket there, but the girls are supported and the boys have to go fend for themselves. So in a case where there's not enough food, the girls will say, Litraot, we'll treat you like a boy. Okay. Prove to us you're like a girl and you can get food with us. And because he, he can't, Suffolk treat like a boy in that respect. Similarly, Volvera Baltakif, Baltashrit, he's not allowed to cut his payas and all that, you know, shave. Um, Ubal Titamela Matin, because Machmir like a boy, and also if he's a Kohen, he can't become Tamemet like Anashim. Vechai Bechola Mitzvot Amroba Torah Kanashim. Even though there's Mitzvot as Meshesimas Mangrama, we say he has to be high, this Androgen has to be high Misafek. Let's continue. Keitzad Shabel Anashim, how is he like a woman? Metava Odem, if he, he, he has like, Dam comes out of him like a woman, you have to be Choshes, he's like a woman, therefore he'd be a tam, like a Tamenida. Veeno Mitjachet Imanashim Kanashim. And also, he's not mityached, meaning he, this, this androgynous can't be bichud with a man, because he might be a girl. Okay? That's how we treat him like a girl. Ve'enu no zakuk li'ibom kenashim. Also, what this means is, is if the Rash, Cyrilo, so Rash Mishan, sorry, explains that if this androgynous's brother got married and died without any children, and he's the only remaining sibling, he doesn't, this, the widow, the, the woman doesn't require yibom machalitza from him. Now you might say, but one second, maybe he's a man. Shouldn't, he do, shouldn't they do chalitza in nothing? Case says no, because then he's treated like a saris. This androgynous has a status of, even if he's a man, he's treated like a saris, and a saris doesn't so kekli Let's continue. If there's a lot of Yerusha, he doesn't get a, he doesn't get a chalik in Yerusha like, like one of the boys, because the boys will say, ha, prove that's like a boy, go sit with the women. I'm sorry. Just like the koanim, male koanim, get to have um, parts of the korbanot. He cannot, because... Is, we have to be chosh as a woman. Meaning after birth, if the mother gives birth to him, the, the, she is tame for two weeks, not one week, out of concern, it might be a girl. He can't be, uh, can't be an aide. If he's a son or a child, I should say, of a Kohen, and he has a relationship with one of the Arayot, it would possible him for having truma like Nashim. Okay? Let's continue. 
Ketzad Shavela, and by the way, how you have a relationship and what what is considered also a relationship with this androgynous in terms of the technical details, um, I'll leave that for another time. But let's uh, it's a bit more graphic. But let's continue. Ketzad Shavela Nashim and Nashim. How is he's like a man and a woman? So Chayva Makatov Bekilato. If someone hits him or curses him, the Chayev Kanashim. Venashim as well. Vaharugo Beshogeg, if someone kills an androgynous by mistake, he goes to have to go to Galut like anyone who kills Beshogeg. Or Bamaze, if he murders him, he's a human being, this androgynous. So therefore, near Rag, the guy would be killed. A capital offense for killing him. Ke'anashim Venashim. Ve'imoma via love korban, and the mother gives birth to this child, this androgynous will have to bring a korban, like any, like the pair of births she has to bring after, after childbirth, like if, when you have to give birth to any child. Ke'anashim Venashim. Ve'ochel Bekotche Gvul, and this androgynous can eat truma, not parts of korban, but truma, meaning kochegvul, like truma, outside the base of Mingdash, like anashim anashim. anashim. And if he's only child, he can obviously inherit just like a panamil anashim anashim can. Let's continue. Keitzan eno shavela anashim vanashim. How is he not seem like either of them? First, he ain't sofim al tumat zivatov, al tumat zivatov, ain't chavim al biyamikdash lok anashim anashim. Let's go step by step. The first thing is, if he saw one of the zavs, meaning if, if, if it was white or it was red, since it could be a, a male or a female, we don't know which one, then we can, he's not vade tame, so if he touched trum, it wouldn't become, he wouldn't burn it. However, if he saw both simanim of white and red, well, then he would be vade tame, and therefore you burn the truma. However, the next point of in let's say he saw one of the simanim, or in fact, even if he saw both, and he entered the Beit HaMikdash, he would not be chai for entering the Beit HaMikdash in the state of Tumah, even if he saw both. Why? Because the Torah says, Mizachar meaning you've got to say Mizachar Anekeva, meaning Zachar Vadai and Nekeva Vadait. So the Isur of entering the Beit HaMikdash inside of that, that Tumah applies only to a Vadai Zachar Nekeva. That's He's not sold as an Ebed Evri because a man is sold as an Ebed Evri if he steals and he's over Bar Mitzvah and he can't pay it back or if he sells himself. And a, war, a girl can only be sold as a Shifcha if her father sells her while she's a Ketana. And if, and if they don't get married to one of the family members, she's free when he gets older. Now, they're two very different things. They're opposite, so therefore it doesn't, so she, neither applies to them, to this androgynous. We saw this before. If someone says, I'm a Nazir, that that person is law ish, law isha, he would be a Nazir, we don't find that by an isha, an isha. Okay? Rabiosi is androgynous bria bifneatmo. This androgynous is a, is a, uh, an independent being, if you like. It's a perpetual suffix. There's no way of resolving it. Now, in a way of resolving its halachic status. That's why we have this perpetual suffix by this individual who has both organs of both male and female. Aval Tumtum. Tumtum is another person whose gender is not clear. And that's different because that is because the Tumtums, the private parts are covered over. And what you could do, you could potentially search surgically remove the skin or whatever that's coming over and determine are they male or female. So therefore, anal can, it's not a perpetual suffix, that's just a suffix in front of us. We don't know how to relate to this person right now, because anal can, because pamim, because sometimes pamim shu'ish or pamim shu'isha. Okay, Baruch Hashem, we are yoitza, just in case maybe there's a shita that could possibly be this peric is part of the, uh, the, the seder. But again, most people say it's a tosefta. And Mitzvah Hashem will celebrate our seum on Mitzvah Hashem Tuesday night. Okay? Mazel tov, everyone. And, 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 and tomorrow we start Masech Shabbos, guys, so that you can prepare yourself to bring the book out. Mitzvah Hashem. Mitzvah Hashem. Now, is everybody who is online now with, with us, are they, can you confirm that you're coming Tuesday night? We want to make sure that we have a to say the Kaddish.
Can everybody confirm? Moshe, can you confirm? Confirmed. Confirmed. Uh, Dov, Berale? I can't hear yes. you. I can't hear you. You can talk to me however much you want. Okay. Please post your address. Yes, I will. Menachem? I think I can make it. <laughs> okay, make an effort. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't Looking forward. Can't